0: The Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. At that time, the festival of the dedication took place in Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple, in the portico of Solomon. So the Jews gathered around him and said to him, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I have told you, and you don't believe. The works that i do in my father's name testify to me but you do not believe because you do not belong to my sheep my sheep hear my voice i know them and they follow me i give them eternal life and they will never perish no one will snatch them out of my hands what the father has given me is greater than all else and no one can snatch it out of the father's hands the father and i are one the gospel of the lord praise to you O christ you may be seated please enjoy my favorite icon of julian of norwich and her cat in case you still need a mother's day card might i suggest cards by julian on the front The mother's service is the the closest, the most helpful, and the most sure, for it is the most faithful. That's sweet. And then on the inside, we know that our mothers only bring us into the world to suffer and die. I'm sorry, what? (laughs) But, Julian goes on, our true mother, Jesus, he who is all love, bears us into joy and eternal life. While little is actually known of her life, Julian of Norwich has become one of the best-known medieval Christian mystics and still widely read and appreciated now over 600 years after her death. On the night of May 13, 1373, nearly at the point of death when she was about 30 years old, Julian experienced a series of visions of Christ. And these visions subsequently, reportedly, restored her to health. And so as a result, Julian later became an anchoress, uh, living in seclusion in a monastic cell attached to a church in her hometown of Norwich, England. And she devoted herself to a life of prayer, contemplation, and occasionally offering counsel to visitors who would come to her window at the church. And it's there that julian wrote down her visions in what has become one of the most well-known and accessible texts of christian mysticism revelations of divine love in her writing julian speaks profoundly and with deep sophistication on the motherhood of jesus which we appropriately hear on this mother's day as julian writes elsewhere So Jesus sustains us within himself in love and was in labor for the full time until he suffered the sharpest pangs and the most grievous sufferings that ever were or ever shall be, and at the last he died. And when it was finished and he had borne us to bliss, even this could not fully satisfy his marvelous love. He could not die anymore, but he would not stop working. So next he had to feed us. The mother can give her child her milk, but our own dear mother, Jesus, can feed us with himself, and he does so most generously and most tenderly with the holy sacraments, which is the precious food of life itself. Julian offers us a more expansive image of God beyond traditional theology, and yet her words are ancient. Julian's description of Mother Jesus shows us a dimension of God often overlooked, a view of God that is more expansive and more inclusive and that opens up our imagination about who and what God can be. All too often we have this tendency to create God in our own image, as Christian writer Anne Lamott might put it, constricting who or what God can be. God is Father. God is He, God, uses only one set of pronouns. But when we do that, I think we do God a disservice, as though somehow God can be limited by the ways that we humans have described God. Now, to be clear, there's nothing wrong with the descriptions and names we use for God, including God the Father. What is problematic, though, is when we decide that that is all That God is. Each of us from our own life experiences gravitates toward different descriptions and names for God, and that's okay. Julian offers us Mother Jesus. Jesus himself offers us the Good Shepherd. I am the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. I know my own, and my own know me. I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. I must bring them also there is something so tender in that so deeply relational as the writer of John's gospel is all about it's not unlike Julian so many hundreds of years later after Jesus allowing us to continually experience God in new and fresh ways the Good Shepherd who brings us into the folds, the mother who bears us into joy the goodness and mercy who chase after us all the days of our life. My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. When other voices that compete for our attention tell us that we are not good enough, that we are not worthy, that we are not loved for who we are, there sounding above them all is the singular voice of the good shepherd Our mother, our father, our parents, our sibling, our friend, our companion, who calls us by name, who invites us into the fold, who comes after us when we wander, whose love for us will stop at nothing, and who cannot be contained by the limits of our language and our imagination in the ways that they continually show up for us and show us their love.